Hey, what's up, everyone? How's it going out there? Welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining me. My name is Ryan Baker. This is episode two of the Twisted Spine podcast. And uh, I appreciate you guys coming back, checking this out again once more. Episode two, I'm talking about uh, the stigma of disability today, what that means. What is a disability? Um, but more specifically, what does it mean? Not really what it is, but what does it mean to you? And what did it mean to you prior to your injury? And what does it mean to you post injury? That's what I want to kind of touch on today. I was going to go into this show talking about statistics, numbers, some figures about SCI, you know, there are over 5 million, roughly five and a half million people in the United States living with a disability. Um, but we got to look down more at spinal cord injury. And that's who the target audience here is. If you're listening to this, it's probably because you know, somebody that's been affected or in their lives have been impacted by spinal cord injury, or you're a friend or family member of an individual living with a spinal cord injury. Um, so there are numbers and statistics. Anyone can go find those. I guess it's good to know, you know, what are the leading causes of injury? Uh, you know, spinal cord injury, um, 80% are going to be men. Only 20% of spinal cord injury are women because men are risk takers, right? I mean, we like to say shit like, Hey man, hold my beer and check this out. And then you're in rehab. Boom. But let's just say that there's roughly 300,000 or so spinal cord injury individuals living in the United States. 60% of those are going to be quadriplegic. That's roughly 180,000 people. About 120,000 people or 40% are paraplegic. Um, But here's what I want to sort of touch on. And this is based on some of the numbers that I've kind of dug up here after 10 years of injury only 15 percent of people report a change in their relationship status only 26 percent report earning income 10 years after their injury and those numbers out of all the different things that are out there that you can look at learn about um, kind of look at some of the stats regarding SCI. The thing that really popped out to me was these numbers that are given after a certain, you know, determined amount of years, like for example, 10 years here. So after 10 years, 85% of people that have sustained an injury report zero change in their relationship status. Only 15% something has, you know, changed. That's really sad and super depressing. Like, what the heck? Also, only 26% are getting jobs and working. Again, super sad. My take here is that uh, the reason, the reason behind this largely. Now, okay, not, you know... Causation does not mean correlation, right? I learned that from a friend the other day. Some guy told me that. Um, 
or correlation does not mean causation. Is that how it goes? Either way, what I want to drill down on is there's a reason behind these figures uh, and these individuals reporting something like no change in their relationship status 10 years post-injury. And here's my, here's my theory. There is an attitude and a stigma about spinal cord injury and wheelchair users. Um, we all have it. We all have had it. Um, I think there's a new term out in the community that I've been noticing lately called ableism, which I fucking hate. I hate that term. Um, but if that's what this is, then I guess, you know, I just don't understand how we give everything like this ism. Uh, you know, I, I just don't like that. Um, I think it perpetuates a problem and I think it's unnecessary. But can't we just call it a stigma or some sort of idea, preconceived notion that you had about individuals using wheelchairs before you yourself were injured? And then the danger is, is you carry that idea about your injury because now it's you, right? And then you live out the story. You sort of become your own idea of what a disability is. And that's baloney guys. That is straight up baloney and nobody should be living that way. If you're injured or not. Uh, but again, if you're listening to this, chances are you're an individual who's living with a spinal cord injury or you're the friend or family member of somebody that's been affected or, you know, been injured living with a and living with an injury and you're here for a reason trying to get information trying to like rationalize and figure it out um and there's a bunch of different things that we can talk about but today really i just want to talk and acknowledge the ideas that we have about spinal cord injury if any Right. I mean, like how much formal education does one have really about paralysis or SCI prior to the injury? Unless you're, you know, a doctor or you're in school for physical therapy or occupational therapy, sort of like peripherally involved or educated. Maybe you have a family member. Um, I had an uncle that was an amputee. So every house that we lived in was wheelchair accessible. Now, that's not the same as having a spinal cord injury, but I did have some mild exposure to, um, you know, life in a wheelchair uh, to some extent uh, well before my injury, well before my own injury. And did it help me? I'm not sure. I guess it did a little bit, you know. Um kind of understanding, oh, hey, my uncle's in a wheelchair and he still drives and whatever. So there were things about his life that were normalizing or, you know, felt like, you know, he was able to do stuff, which is great. And I never really thought of him as being uh, inhibited. But at the same time, 
I wasn't living with it every fucking day. And, you know, the slog of the, you know, understanding really like what it is, the disability, the spinal cord injury, and pushing that rock uphill every day. Do a lot. I mean, most people can say, sure, I know what spinal cord injury is. Oh, my friend has spinal cord injury. I know. I know all about that. But to really know what it means to like live with it every day is something completely different. And how is anyone to know what that is? Like what that's like, what that education should look like prior to your injury, because nobody's ready for that. You know, it's like getting struck by lightning or attacked by a shark. (laughs) Oh, you know, it's just, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Um, But regardless of that, here you are. Here I am. Here we are, guys. Here's our little community of spinal cord injury individuals, wheelchair users, thriving, learning from one another, uh, advocating, getting involved in recreational and competitive sports and activities, trying to, again, you know, live life. But it's redefined, isn't it? It's a different way of life. So there's a shift and there's a change in the mind. And there's a, an altering of your perception about what is possible, what can be possible, and the things you sort of need now in order to make things accessible to you and or possible. Um, Going to the beach, getting on the sand, you know, are you carried? Do you have a chair for that? Does the lifeguard station have something? All new stuff that you're going to eventually figure out uh, post-injury. Again, unless you knew about this and were sort of like, involved with some sort of wheelchair lifestyle and then were injured. I mean, then you're one of the lucky ones, I guess, because you have a really strong grip on what's available to you. So that's it guys. I want you to be encouraged by this, even though it sounds a little dark. Um, you know, I guess it's just, recognizing that you cannot be trapped by your preconceived notions about what a disability is. There's so much more to yourself than, than just being resigned to being defined by your injury or, or what it allows you to do. There are ways to go about transcending the injury and it's just figuring out how to do it. The most, the most, uh, interesting thing about it, I guess, is that the journey is going to be different for everybody because the injury is like a fingerprint and there are no two that are alike. So it's like giving you know, uh, it's like giving uh, a workout program, a personal trainer giving a workout program 
to the same workout program to all of the to all the clients when there are different clients with different needs different body types and um so your recovery is going to be different what you consider to be recovered will be different for everybody that will always like present itself differently it'll you know what one person thinks you know recovery is or being recovered um is going to be completely different for for someone else i think largely here in the spinal cord injury community wheelchair users people that live with the injury they would consider recovery being able to walk again i would disagree with that i don't agree with that i think recovery um comes in many different shapes and forms and is not just um in and of itself the ability to ambulate again that's not necessarily recovery to me it may be for some but after 30 years of actually living with the injury um not being able to move not being able to stand independently weight bear you know we see these people that are really functional um getting in and out of their chair like super quick and make it look really easy uh because their injury level might be one thing but their functional level is something totally different your level of function might not have anything to do with your level of injury so keep that in mind um but that's it guys you know i'm starting to ramble here i don't want to rabbit trail too much i just wanted you to realize and be encouraged that you don't have to be trapped by your thoughts you don't have to be hindered by your preconceived notions of what disability is or what wheelchair user means you know what what that allows you to do or um prevents you from doing because you know i can tell you from firsthand experience it doesn't really prevent a whole lot but that doesn't mean that it's easy it doesn't mean that it's not a battle it just means that you have to change your mindset and figure out the best way uh to overcome some of these things in your head you know in your mind uh, the physical stuff is going to be a little bit different but the battle in your mind and how you carry on mentally and emotionally uh, will benefit your physical well-being so don't lose sight of that and uh, with that I'm going to conclude episode two of the twisted spine podcast i appreciate you guys checking it out once again uh come back for more episode three right now coming at you again more to come more info more humor more straight talk about spinal cord injury from the twisted spine ciao baby adios